Welcome to the Adrenalized Life Podcast. We will help you choose your adrenalized life. Whether you're a small business owner, entrepreneur, or executive, we will help you create life harmony and bridge the gaps in your personal and professional life. If you struggle with stress, burnout, or are overwhelmed, we will adrenalize you to activate your desire to change and transform your life. Now, please welcome your host and coach, Tom Marino. We're going to talk about fear and fear and the role it plays in our lives. You know, as, as I've admitted to you before, I'm a big fan of The Office. And there's this great Halloween episode in, I think it's season eight, um, where Robert California, the character Robert California, is um, he's the CEO of The Office at the time. And he, on Halloween, they're having their Halloween party. And throughout the, the, the whole show, he goes around to each person and he starts preying on those little fears that every person has, the worst fears that they have. And when he wraps up his scary story at the end, there's a talking head of him. And he says in the talking head, um, fear plays an interesting role in our lives. How dare we let it motivate us? How dare we let it into our decision-making, into our livelihoods, into our relationships? It's funny, isn't it? We take a day, a year to dress up in costume and celebrate fear. And this is so true. Fear motivates us. We let it guide our decisions. We often hear the phrase, you know, oh, that was a fear-based decision, Right? A lot of organizations, when, things, when they're going through change and when things are getting tough, there's sometimes these fear-based decisions that are made. And that's looked upon as not having the proper right reason for that decision. When we make decisions out of fear, we are, we are blinded in some ways. We have to make decisions with fear, and we have to look at fear as a friend and not an enemy and not as something negative. Fear is as constant as change because most of the time when we have to embark on change in our lives, there's some fear that comes with it. Anytime you come out of your comfort zone, there is fear that comes with it. And it enters our livelihoods, it enters our careers. We often, if we work in an organization that there's you know a leader who is feared instead of revered, you know, that fear makes us think about, you know, what's going to happen if I don't do this right? Am I going to lose my job? And we live in that fear of losing the job. I've had several clients come to me who, you know, are in that place of, I'm just so afraid to lose my job. And I go, you know, what's the worst thing that happens? Maybe you'll find a better job. Maybe it'll open up a door that you never realized before. And, you know, that's kind of like what my story was five years ago. You know, I had left a job after a couple of months of working there and I didn't have a job to go to. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew I had skills and I was talented and I knew I could do something different. And I started my own consulting business and, you know, fast forward five years later, I'm in a third year of, of running my own private coaching business, helping small business owners, executives, people like me. And, and, and it wasn't because I let fear paralyze me. I didn't let the fear paralyze me. I did use it to motivate me. I used it to motivate me in a positive direction. 
You know, we're often afraid to question our fear and to understand our fear, but it lives in every aspect of our lives. So why do we celebrate it on Halloween, like Robert California says in that talking head? We celebrate it because it's essential to our survival. If we don't fear, we could wind up in places of danger. Fear is what protects us from getting into trouble. It's what helps us to avoid danger. You know, it's that distressing emotion that we have. It's one of our core uh, emotions. And when we face that's why Tom Marino says choose to live your adrenalized life. Use that adrenaline to do something good. To use it as motivation. Take that fear, that energy from fear, and and make it a powerful one of motivating yourself to do something better for yourself, something that you really want to do. One action step can do to start to alleviate some of that fear, right? Fear cannot paralyze us. We cannot allow it to paralyze us. You know, there is, uh, there is a distinction between what's real and imagined fear. And, you know, your experiences are what really makes the difference, right? A fear can be rational. It could also be irrational. And, we have to honor our fears and acknowledge our fears. And if we acknowledge them and we integrate them into our lives and we use them as friend and advisor, because they do advise us. Our fears advise us all the time. You know, if, if it's a dark alley and you're walking down that dark alley at 1230 at night, there's a lot of fear. But that's a rational fear because there we know that certain things happen at nighttime in dark alleys. We have experiences about that. But if it's four o'clock and you're walking down that dark alley and you can see everything in front of you, there's really no reason to be afraid. So take the advice of taking a step. Take a step forward in addressing your fear because if you... Make fear more relevant in your life if you accept it as being part of your life because it's never going to go away. The, it doesn't mean the goal is not fearlessness, okay? We believe that we have to remove our fears in order to overcome them as obstacles and move forward. But you don't have to do that. That's unrealistic. Keep your fears. Be aware of your fears, you know, but... You have to accept that fear is going to be that constant companion on any road of personal growth. Anytime you come out of that comfort zone, you're going to experience fear. Even when you may have seemingly conquered that fear, it may pop up again. It manifests itself in unique situations every single day. There's at least one thing a day that people are probably afraid of that crosses their mind. The thing is, is not to dwell on that. You know, Mark Twain once said, courage is not the lack of fear. It is acting in spite of it. Courage is the action associated when there is fear. There's not a lack of fear. It's there. It's a natural response that is meant to warn and protect us. You know, From what is your fear trying to protect you? That's the question to ask. Not to say, why do I have this fear? But what what is it really trying to protect me from? Is it necessary to examine it and understand its source? 
because it's usually trying to teach us something. We have the opportunity to learn something because when we give ourselves information and we either disprove the fear or, or we prove the fear, at least we have information that makes it more rational for us. So we need to really focus on overcoming our fear, not necessarily overcoming it. We have to focus on integrating it in our lives. When we are fearful, we lack trust. Um, and it, trust is deeply impacted by fear, right? People become very afraid of, of what's going to happen, that they don't trust anything and they, don't, they, they, they can't trust anyone. I think, again, we've seen that a lot with this, this wave of COVID. You know, there's a lot of mistrust in the universe and it's really driven by fear. And one of the things that we really have to establish is that we have to trust that things are happening for us, for us to learn, and that we're, that as much fear as there is, there is still opportunity to learn from these experiences. And trust is definitely decimated by fear. And what we have to do is, is recognize that. And by alleviating our fears, we begin to trust more. And when we see that we can trust and we can have success and we can learn from it, then it really takes that fear out of the equation or at least mitigates it a bit. My surprise guest on today's show on the second half here, um, we have Gabby Sapoznik, who is a client of mine, who uh, I asked to come on the show to give us a, um, a little synopsis of what her coaching experience has been like. So Gabby, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so, so much for having me. I am so excited that you're on, Gabby. I know you just got back from Florida about, what, an hour yeah. ago? <laughs> Less than an hour ago, but I'm here and super excited. Awesome. And I'm glad that you're here. Um, tell my listeners what coaching has been like for you and, and what brought you to coaching. So let's start with that question first. What was the thing that brought you to seek out a coach? Sure, absolutely. So I would say originally I reached out to you, Tom, during the height of the pandemic because I had a fear of stagnation. I was fearing that I was not living out my purpose. I had all of these ambitions and goals. And because I had so many, I felt overwhelmed to a point where it was leading me to inaction. And I was fearful that at the end of the day, I was self-sabotaging myself. I really needed the guidance on how to navigate through that mindset. Um, And it was really interesting because right after our first conversation, we really hit it off. I felt really comfortable. I felt like I was in a safe space to be vulnerable. And I also felt that you brought such passion, enthusiasm, and expertise that it just made the initiation of my coaching journey all the more dramatic and just really, really beneficial to me. And I'll forever be grateful for you. So leading into that second question, too, my experience has been amazing, especially with the, the adrenalized lifestyle and the tools and the resources and just that navigation that you help provide and you asking the hard questions, but the right questions um, have really helped me evolve. And I am just incredibly grateful to you for that. Oh, you, you are too kind. You did all the work. <laughs> I was just there to facilitate the journey. But, you know, you bring up some really good points, Gabby, like what we've been talking about around fear and really it causing so much inaction, right? Because fear leads to overwhelm. It leads to stress. It leads to, you know, us to struggle in our relationships and and we become very critical of ourselves and others and fear really causes all of that burnout. And I think that you mentioned a really key point. You were in such a place of stagnation and inaction 
that you felt you were sabotaging yourself. You were letting fear be that thing that held you back from being who you know you were to be and who you want to be. And exactly. I, and it sounds like we kind we've had some kind of major breakthroughs, right? Um, yeah. you, you know, what was one of the first action steps that um, you felt was great? I felt the first action step that really helped propel me was when you helped facilitate me going through a sticky note brainstorming session mm-hmm. where I, on a separate color sticky note, I created and wrote down every single one of my ideas, every single one of my visions professionally. This is more from a professional front. And from there, I had to go in and recognize what the key themes were, what was the underlying aspect that could really be found throughout all of those. Um, And I did exactly that. And then from there, you actually had in one of your modules, Tom has really great modules that help everyone kind of go through the stages of, of coaching and that adrenalized life. And there was one specifically, I believe it was called Creating Possibilities with Fields of Interest. Right. And I did that exercise where you essentially pinpoint what your areas of interest are, what do you like to do, the environment, the day-to-day, really from end to yeah. end. And that, in combination with those sticky notes, really helps me identify kind of what is the right next move for me professionally. Uh, and I remember that. And I remember after you did that exercise, the light bulbs and, and, and the glow that you had when you completed that exercise, and it really adrenalized you to move forward. And, you know, we, we've talked about so many things in our sessions. What are, what are like the big things that you've been, you've been working on since that first big breakthrough? Yes, I would say, I think first and foremost is me really prioritizing and staying focused. I feel like at one point I was really trying to boil the ocean where I was really trying to do a thousand things where it's more important for me to focus on one thing and do it very well um, versus doing a bunch of different things. And that also significantly helped me with feeling overwhelmed. And again, that fear of being stagnant because it would get to a point where I would be inactive and actually not doing anything that I should have been doing because I was doing too many things at once. Right. Um, so I would say that is a big one. And I also think um, in tandem, and this did come from that sticky note exercise, but also just more recently too, is the aspect of boundaries, especially when it comes to fear. Um, and when you're in the middle of being fearful of so many things, really just kind of bringing everything back to yourself um, and really making sure that you are protective of your boundaries, your beliefs, and what you prioritize is extremely, extremely important. So I would say those two things for me have been pretty significant. Yeah, and, and I think you're bringing up a really good point about about establishing boundaries, especially when you are coming from things with the place of from a place of fear. Right? I remember that we yeah. talked early on. Um, and, and really the last several months has been focused on you creating more expectations for people in your life and creating a better boundaries so that you took care of you. But I remember one of the things that really was sparking that was your pleaser, right? You, yeah. you know, we've talked about the saboteurs and the, the importance of becoming self-aware about the saboteurs. And, and I think for you, that was one of the big things that we uncovered that really has helped you to understand why you do what you do. So tell tell everybody a little bit about, you know, that pleaser saboteur and how you see it and how you've put now that boundary up to stop that from being something that drives you. 
Yes. And the saboteur exercise was another really pivotal exercise for me in this coaching journey um, because I really was able to see what drives me inherently um, and also just in the subconscious. And for me, the biggest one was the pleaser. I always want to please other people. And a lot of the times it comes out of the expense of myself. So I am pleasing others while I'm not pleasing myself. And as as one could imagine, that really could lead to a lot of hindrances in life. Um, so to your specific question, Tom, I think me understanding that and me really trying to be diligent and self-aware as to when my pleaser kicks in, because it can be very hard, especially when you're so used to your mindset and reacting to things, you could sometimes lose track of, oh, I'm in this situation, my pleaser's kicking in, let me wheel it back, Right, um, was a little bit difficult and to be honest, it is something that is natural and could still be difficult even now. Um, but at least now I'm more aware of it, even to a point where I see others that I interact with and I'm able to identify their saboteurs. And as a friend or as a sister, I'm able to say, hey, why don't you think about this in this way? This is something that you inherently do. And let's try to navigate through that. And that has been really great as well, because I'm able to take what you've taught me and also help others too. Right. Which is what it's all about. It's about paying it forward. There's so many things you brought up there. So, you know, fear has such a great relationship with judgment, right? When we become fearful, we become very critical of other people and ourselves, right? We we kind of turn that fear on ourselves and that judge kicks in even more and that's what activates the saboteurs that much more. And, you know, it's, it's fun, right? I always say, have your friends and family take the saboteur assessment that we are that I tell everybody to go to on positiveintelligence.com to take that a saboteur assessment because... When you bring awareness to something, it changes everything for you. Would you agree with that, Gabby? A hundred percent. It really, really does. Because it, it gives you a, a different perspective on how to approach a situation that's causing you discomfort, right? I mean, every time as a pleaser, you know, pleaser has difficulty saying no. And or they think about, oh, I shouldn't have said yes to that. I should have said no. But why didn't I do that? And part of it is because you have this desire to make other people happy that you are afraid that if you don't make them happy, there's a fear that's underlying there that if you don't make them happy, they're not going to like you. They're not going to accept you. They're not going to be friends with you. Right. How, How did that play a role? It plays a huge role. I mean, at the end of the day, that is the foundation. That is the root cause of a lot of the things that I do. And to your point, on on a daily basis, I mean, more when I, before I even um, was introduced to you, for me, it was really debilitating. And I truly did not realize the harm or what I was really doing to myself by constantly saying yes. Mm -hmm. And that was incredibly important because now having the tools and understanding my saboteurs, but more importantly, understanding the fear that underlies my actions, or at least my thought process has really helped me build those boundaries, tying everything back to what I said a couple minutes ago. Right. Um, So it's definitely played a very important role. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's, we talk about, you know, trigger, thought, emotion, action, consequence, right? We talk about that all the time in our work together. And, you know, those things that trigger your emotions are triggered by what the thought is that follows that trigger, right? So when we get triggered, maybe it's a situation we're afraid of, right? So our first thought is, well, let's please that person and say yes. And then the emotion that comes with it is, 
oh no, I, I, I shouldn't have said yes to that. I don't feel exactly. right about that, right? And if we can, exactly. and if you change that one thing, it makes all the difference. If you take that trigger and change that thought and say, you know what, I'm not going to allow the pleaser saboteur to play a role. It changes the whole cascade and the action changes and then the consequence changes. And usually the action changes and the consequence is what benefits you. It becomes beneficial to you instead of hurting you. You know, Gabby, one of the things I just wanted to ask you before we run, because we've got a couple of minutes left in the show. What is the big thing that you're working on in 2022 that you want to make sure we accomplish? Yeah, there's a few a few things, but I, I think I want to take the question more from the overall theme of what I am really striving for this year, and that's really to continue to evolve and be the best version of myself through the learnings and tools from you, Tom, um, and also from our group coaching sessions. Tom offers really great coaching sessions um, for young professionals, so I'm really hoping and really striving for me to be able to continue to take the tools, the resources, and all of my learnings and takeaways and continue to evolve and really ultimately to live each day choosing happiness and feeling adrenalized. So for me, that's the key theme. Um, I have a few professional things I'm working on, but at the end of the day, and of course, personally, it's a pretty big year for me, um, but that foundation for me is what I'm ultimately striving for. And that is awesome, and I love it. And Gabby, thank you so much for being on I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with all of us. And I hope that, you know, if you're listening, you know, I hope you hear Gabby's story and you say, hey, maybe I need some help with that. Maybe I can work towards getting things, making things better and learning and evolving just as Gabby has. So, you know, in in closing here, you know, I, I want you to think about what are the fears that are stopping you from moving forward? What are those things that are getting in the way? So until next time. Thank you for listening. Visit TomMarino.com and sign up for our newsletter. Leave a comment about this episode and learn more about how we can serve you. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, choose your adrenalized life.